part of the Press Play Podcast Network. Look up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's... This is Jason J. Lewis, the voice of Superman on Justice League Action. This is Mark Wade, writer of Superman Birdlight, and you're listening to The Krypton Report. actor spotlight's me kind of spaced out and basically a combination of <clears throat> different actors portraying the great and powerful Jor-El. So the first person to ever portray Jor-El was N- Nelson Lee, born January 1st, 1905, died July 3rd, 1985. Lee was the Jarrell of the Kirk Allen serials. And his filmography is pretty impressive. His last noted, he did 172 films. Last noted film was 1974. He did a lot of work for Bonanza. Let's see, Bonanza, the FBI, Silencer. And one of the movies that I really loved. He was in the... Uncredited in the original Ocean's Eleven. It's a very interesting film if you ever watch it. Um, EO Eleven. Yeah, I, I definitely recommend it. Uh, it's pretty funny. The Attack, Uncredited in the Attack of the 50 Foot Woman. And Rebel Without a Cause. He did a lot of uncredited work, which is funny because the credit technically. Um, he was Death Sergeant number one in Rebel Without a Cause, which I love James Dean movies. All three of them. But he was the first Jarrell. He graduated from the University of Southern California in 1929. He was born in um, Mississippi and died in California. Not a lot's known about him, but it's worth noting because he did play Jarrell. Now, the second actor to portray Jarrell is Robert Rockwell, which I will state. Is probably my favorite Jarrell. Oh no, why, Tyler? I'll tell you why. <clears throat> this mic's a little hot. Sorry, guys. Uh, I don't know what's going on with it. We'll turn up. We'll turn down the gain here. Something got messed with. I apologize for if it's crazy. I'll fix it in post. But he portrayed on the Adventures of Superman. He's the only one I feel like that has that look where he could be Superman himself, and has a youthful energy. And he was described as the heartthrob of Mr. Bonton on Mrs. Brooks. Robert Walker was one of the was so indifferent with the role that other dramatic roles were still often denied him. Oh, poor guy. He was born October 15th of 1916 and died January 25th, 2003, at the age of 86. Let's see some noted. He was the first actor to play Jarrell. Ah, that's not true. Not true. We just established that. But the first one to play Jarrell on TV. He took his most identical role of the handsomely awkward biology teacher, Philip Bontman, on Our Mrs. Brooks from radio to TV. Appeared in over 200 commercials. Played Loretta Young's husband a few times. Studied at the Pasadena Playhouse, where he received a master's degree. And he replaced Jeff Chandler in the role of Mr. Phillips. He's a founding member of the California Arts Radio Theater. His portrayal of Jarrell on uh, Superman was the first on television, second to Nelson Lee, who had a brief appearance in the first serial. See? Told you. 
grandfather grandfather of Taylor W. Rockwell. And let's see if there's any other noteworthy appearances in anything. Last appearance was in 95 in Perfect Alibi. He did 112 acting roles. He was on the Golden Girls. Um, New Heart. Days of Our Lives. Dallas. Different Strokes. Lassie. Petticoat Junction. Green Acres. Perry Mason. The Lucy Show. Maverick. Old Western. Gunsmoke. He was very active. Look, the next the next Jarrell is Marlon Brando. And I'm not going to sit here and break down Marlon Brando. Because, frankly, he's Marlon Brando. Okay? And if you know anything about acting, film, or anything, you know who Brando is. The Godfather. And we've talked about him before and just... <clears throat> The gravitas that he brought to the role to bring Superman the movie to life. We've talked about that multiple times. And it's Marlon freaking Brando. After that, Superboy kind of gets an appearance where we get a person who claims to be Jarrell, but it's really not. But it's played by George Lesenby, which is the forgotten James Bond, who did one Bond film. And it was just worth noting. But then the next comes from Lois and Clark, The New Adventures of Superman. Character actor David Warner, who I first discovered as Professor Jordan Perry in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze, would portray Jarrell on Lois and Clark. He has an amazing filmography uh, Teen Titans Go, Mary Poppins Returns, The Alienist. He recently passed away here. Um, I'll quote that. But he's on Penny Dreadful, Doctor Who, which I'm currently watching with Brian, Tron. Black Death. He was on. He did Sweeney Todd, the TV movie in 2006. He did Scooby Doo. He did Batman the Animated Series, where he voiced Raz or Raish Al Ghul. Men in Black. He was on the Horatio Hornblower for series. Batman Beyond, where he was Raz Al Ghul. Buzz Lightyear of Star Command is Lord Armstrong. Total Recall, the series, which I totally forgot existed. Wing Commander, the movie. Yikes. Scream 2, he was the drama teacher. Gus Gold, I remember that. Now he was on Titanic as uh, Spicer Lovejoy. It really says Spicer. Spider-Man, the Intermittent Series, Herbert Landon slash the Red Skull. Freakazoid. Captain Simeon and the Space Monkeys. I've always remembered that title because it was so weird as a child. Beastmaster 3. Um... Gargoyles, he was the Archmage. And let's see, Mighty Max. Briscoe County Jr., Murder, She Wrote, Dinosaurs, Tales from the Crypt, Diagnosis Murder, Star Trek. His very first acting credit role was in 1962. And uncredited, we joined the Navy. He was born July 29th, 1941, and died this year, July 24th, 2022. Thank you, David, for all your services to the character, but also for your fun quotes from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I appreciate it. 
The next Jarrell, which is weird, and I say that because for some reason after Marlon Brando, every Jarrell should be too old to be Superman's dad and be with white hair is Julian Sands, born July fourth, nineteen eighty five. He was Jarrell in the latter part of Smallville. And what kills me is in earlier Smallville, they say that Clark looks just like his father. Yeah, Julian Sands and Tom Welling look nothing alike. But Julian has had an interesting filmography appearing in, um, what do you call it? I just blanked. I'm looking at Elementary, The Blacklist. He appeared in Dexter. He appeared in Gotham as Gerald Crane. Um, He was in The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, the David Fincher film. So he has done multiple things and appeared in Castle. He was in Ocean's 13 as Greco Montgomery. The Haunted Airman is a TV movie from 2006. He was with Robert Pattinson. Oh, Pattinson, we love you. But he has done an array of work. Julian does not look like Tom Willing and is not high on my radar for Jarrell's. But he was novelist Anne Rice's first choice to play Lestat in Interview with the Vampire. But a more marquee name, of course, was used. He was introduced to his current wife by John Malkovich, is married to Guinness heiress Evagenia Chikotsky. I'm not even trying that. Studied at the Central School of Speech and Drama in London, where he first met his wife, Sarah, a journalist. Turned on the role of Travis Dane in Under Siege 2. His early theater days were spent with the Forum Theater Company was seen in a, as a British Prime Minister Tony Blair in the play Stuff Happens. So, Julian, good job, but you're not choice for Jarrell. Sorry, buddy. The next is Russell Crowe. Now, Russell Crowe is another one of those actors that has some gravitas. He's probably my second favorite Jarrell. They made Jarrell too, try to make him too cool, but once again, Jarrell is supposed to look like he could be Superman. Himself. And I'm just uh, like, I don't know, not, not a huge fan. I'm just going to admit it, okay? Sorry. Uh, of him being drilled. But he does a great job. I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of Russell Crowe's, don't get me wrong, but just the look. But he, he does well. Uh, the next Jarrell briefly appears in Superman Lois as Angus McFadden. Now, Angus, I first, when I first thought of him, <laughs> um, comes to me from when he was in Braveheart as Argyle. He was also in Saw 3 slash 4, but he is currently working. He was born September 21st, 1963. And let's see. He was once engaged to Catherine Zeta-Jones. He speaks French fluently. He played Robert the Bruce in two films, Braveheart and Robert the Bruce. Okay, I was wrong. His father was the World Health Organization doctor. Appeared with Brian Cox a number of times. Looks like he could be Brian Cox's brother for sure. Is one of two British actors to play or- Orson Welles, the other being Christian McKay. Ah, and I think my first exposure to his work 
He was in Equilibrium, which is a very interesting movie. It's the first movie I watched to judge Christian Bale if he could be Batman. But when I was younger, oh, he was in Chuck, too. I knew him from We Bought a Zoo. Psych. Yep, knew that. Where is it? Where is it? Oh, he also appeared in Saw 6, too. But if you understand those films, you would understand why. Time manipulation. Here it is. The first one I ever saw him in. The poster's weird. 1997's Warriors of Virtue. That's right. Nobody remembers this movie. But it's really weird. It's about ninja fighting kangaroos. That movie needs to be remade. But that's where I first saw him. And then he did the Rat Pack movie as he paid Peter Lawford in 98. Um, yeah, thank you, Angus. And the last actor for today's spotlight is Cameron Cuff. Was born on the 5th of April in 93, England, and he is currently alive. <laughs> but he is best known as playing Segel, which would be Jarrell's father, Superman's grandfather, on Krypton. The character of Segel is kind of a split up of Siegel. And I thought he deserved a shout out because I'm hoping to one day see him return to the Superman fold in Superman Lois as a connection. But he has not been in. He has not been in many things. The most noteworthy being Krypton. But he should not be forgotten. He has, is also an American citizen. So he has dual citizenship. He was one of just 15 students out of several hundred applicants and the only American selected for the first class of National Academy of Dramatic Arts at Trinity College in Dublin. Has three passports, American, British, and Irish. Member of the Screen Actors Guild and Actors' Equity. Graduated from prep school in Connecticut. A self-described fan of old films. He lists The Shawshank Redemption. Charlie Chaplin's Modern Times and Paul Newman movies is among his favorites. So thank you, Cameron. Grandpa L. And that'll wrap this up as my last actor spotlight. We're going to press pause and hear a few words from our other podcast on Press Play Podcast Network. Hello, Brooks here with the Books with Brooks monthly book club podcast. Here's how Books with Brooks works. We read one book a month, and then we talk about it. Classics like Stephen King's The Shining, debut novels like We Are the Brennans by Tracy Lang, and tons of other compelling, life-changing stories, one book and one month at a time. So come read along with us, and then listen in. If you are like Tyler and James and can't get enough super talk, check out these other podcasts. Digging for Kryptonite, Supergirl Radio, The Last Sons of Krypton, The Superboy Legacy Podcast, All-Star Superfans, Superman the Animated Podcast, The Aspiring Kryptonians, Always Hold On to Smallville, The Geek of Steel, and Truth 
justice, and hope. Remember to check out Krypton Report on all social media platforms. Go to linktree.com slash Krypton Report. you find find all of our information. $1 a month, you'll get extra special content that you don't get on the main show, like movie commentaries and whatever else comes out of our mouths. So check it out, patreon.com slash Krypton Report. This is Dan Jurgens, and if you want to have a good time, keep listening to the Krypton Report. We just want to say, if you've enjoyed this podcast, please check out other podcasts on the Press Play Podcast Network.